Tom, are you okay? I lost her. Her? She was going to be this epic, trilogy-worthy character. I was going to be the hottest writer in Hollywood. But I can't get past Act One! You need some writer's group therapy. Hello, and welcome to Writer's Group Therapy. I'm Tom. And I'm Roshni. We're writers helping writers. Are you ready for your session? The doctors are in. Okay, so I'm so jealous because I was still overseas, and I have not been yet. You got to go to WonderCon. Yes. It seems like everybody went. It How was, was it? It was very fun. Um, I went with Adam Pineless uh, from our writers, writers group, who has been on the podcast before. And Bill Watson, uh, who's also a member of the writers group, who's I'm working with on his uh, Plan P from Outer Space puppet uh, version of Plan 9 from Outer Space. And uh, we had a great time. We networked. We, we talked to a lot of people. We uh, made some connections that will help us uh, in a lot of different ways. Did you cosplay? Um, I did not cosplay. Adam um, has a wonderful uh, handmade uh, Ghostbusters costume that he wore. And he, he disappeared for a couple hours. And I'm sure he was just out by a the fountain in front of the convention center taking pictures with people. Oh, they did sorry. like a group Ghostbuster photo. I'm sure he's in that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I did. I don't cosplay anymore. I wore my Iron Man t-shirt. That's as far as I go. <laughs> it's just a Iron Man symbol, you know, that kind of thing. It glows in the, glows in the dark though. So since I've never been, um, I've heard about it, obviously. And I know it's part of the Comic-Con, like the San Diego Comic-Con family. Yeah, same How company. How does it compare? Um, it's very similar. It's not nearly as insane. Uh, Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con is like 150,000 people. And I think WonderCon is between 50 and 75,000. It's growing, though, because I think a couple years ago it was a lot smaller, wasn't it? It keeps growing. Um, yeah, I, I, I've been a few years and it seems, I don't notice. I think it seems about the same to me. I, I haven't. Oh, I, mean, okay. I can't count people like in mass <laughs> like that. But it's a really nice convention. I like it because it's it's manageable. It's not, um, you know, the convention center in Anaheim is huge, but it's not as huge as you know San Diego. Um, you still get a lot of great, you know, vendors there. Some great, you know, all the um, studios come out and do their their presentations and screenings with the the trailers and the 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 you know panels of the actors and the producers from all the shows. So there's lots of opportunities. The thing I generally, the thing I always make sure I go to when I go to this is the inside the writers room panel where um, they get a dozen or so working, you know, network broadcast Hulu whatever you know streaming uh, show runners there in the in the panel and it was bigger than ever this year. Usually it's in a smaller room, but they they put it in one of the bigger ballrooms this time, mm. and uh, you know and they talk about you know different topics about what it is to work in a studio writers room. And, uh, and it's really, you know, you get to, you really get to kind of get a feel for their personalities. You know, we see what they do on TV and in movies and, you know, we see their work, but we don't really get to know them. Um, you might, maybe you follow them on social media, but even then, you know, here you are, you're listening to them and you can have an opportunity to ask questions. And after the panel, if, if, you know, if they feel like it, they can go out in the hallway outside the, the ballroom and chat with you. So I've actually met some of them and, uh, shared our work with them on occasion. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that's, you know, it's a really um, uh, great opportunity. And as a professional, I mean, people still, a lot of people show up in costume to do, you know, the fun part of it and the fan part of it. Um, but as a professional, it's it's a good it's a good opportunity. Um, and it's so close to L.A., you know, it's kind of silly not to go. Yeah. 
Do you feel that the focus of it is different? I know, I mean, granted, uh, San Diego Comic-Con, I think now the focus is everything. But I know in the beginning it was like, you know, comic books and comic things. And then they started kind of going into like the new action movies and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, WonderCon, that's a very vague name. So what's WonderCon's focus? It actually is heavily comics. Uh, they have okay. a lot of artists in the artist alley areas and the small press areas. Mm-hmm. But it's not as um, uh, there's not the huge uh, areas for a lot of the, the studios. You know, at Comic Con, the studios actually set up large, uh, you know, booths, displays. Um, it's mostly very comic and, uh, you know, fan focused. You know, a lot of a lot of toys, a lot of, you know, costuming uh, clubs, you know, there's the Ghostbuster Club, there's the R2-D2 Building Club, um, you know, all there's and, and literally you can do it in a day, a day and a half. You can do the whole thing. It's not uh, overwhelming. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And it's in Anaheim. So you're right next to Disneyland. So you can have some fun while you're down there. That's if you true. Want. That's true. But you guys did all three days, right? Uh, two days. We were two there days. Friday oh. and Saturday. So Friday was not, was the latest day. Obviously people are kind of getting there for the convention Saturday and, you know, is the busiest day and Sundays, you know, kind of tapers off. Uh, Friday was great because it just, it wasn't crowded at all. We could wander the exhibit floor super easy and take our time. Um, Saturday was busier, but but still not not you know excessively. One, at Comic Con, uh, I just I feel like I, I'm a sardine swimming in a <laughs> really cramped you know school of sardines uh, trying to get through the exhibit hall there. So people really should should try it out because it's uh, it, it, if you haven't been to Comic Con and you're wondering it's like WonderCon's a great kind of starter convention. Um, it's still one of the bigger Comic Cons you know in the country, uh, but it's uh, very manageable. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, you guys didn't spend the night, right? We did. We spent oh, the night. Did? Yeah, we did. Um, it was funny. We, we stayed at a hotel right down on the street, the main entrance way to the convention center. And uh, we actually, there, it's, I guess it's one of these family type friendly hotels. We actually got a hotel. It was a suite and we had uh, a bedroom, a queen bed in one room and then uh, a sofa and bunk beds in the other room oh my gosh and so uh adam and i took the bunk beds because bill said he snored so sorry bill oh, i just outed funny. your snoring how much was the how much was the hotel if you don't mind my asking was it reasonable because i it was reasonable. i mean if when you split it three ways you could have put six okay. people in this hotel room because it had a sofa bed the twin beds the queen bed Oh, so you you could get like six people in this room easily. So it was, I think, two, about two fifty for the night. I mean, it's kind of expensive because it's a you know Comic Con kind of you know premium for that weekend. Uh, but it included breakfast. They had a nice breakfast at the hotel. So, oh, and forgetting the hotel, like, did you guys have to book it way in advance? Because I know with Comic Con, like, basically the minute you buy your tickets in October, you have to book the hotel too. I don't. Th- I think we only booked it a couple weeks in advance. I was actually surprised there were so many rooms available. But then again, being in LA, um, it's in Anaheim, so it's only forty-five minutes south. A lot of people could drive down there and drive home. They wouldn't have to spend the night. So you don't think it brings the number? Because like San Diego brings people from like around the world. So you don't think this was this was more just like LA people going kind of thing? No, there were people from all over the world, but I think it's uh, it's more domestic. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so I don't think it's, you know, people for Comic-Con San Diego, they literally are packing every hotel room because, you know, this, there's so much more going on. It's a longer convention. WonderCon's only three days. 
Whereas Comic Cons a week or like six days, I guess Thursday, Wednesday night previews through I think Monday it goes usually. Yeah, like Sunday or Monday. Yeah, and uh, you know, so it's a longer convention, and there's so much more to see because it's so much bigger that um, you know people have to. And, and some of the hotels actually do required this for WonderCon too. You they make you book at least like three nights. Uh, this hotel did not though. Because they figure if if someone's coming for the whole event, then they're going to want to book, you know, the, they want to fill that room for all, like at least the weekend for the three nights. Because if they only book it for one or two nights, then it's hard to find someone who only needs it for one night, you know, like on a Sunday night or something. Yeah. So they usually will make you book it for three, maybe even four nights, um, or they'll charge you a lot more for booking a shorter time. But this hotel at WonderCon, it was no problem just to book it for the one night. So that's way, yeah, that's way different than Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, and we had we booked a, a Airbnb for Comic Con last summer, and it was really expensive, and we had like six people in there. Yeah, and it was it was way more expensive than this hotel at WonderCon. Yeah, and for that one too, that Airbnb, my sister I think had to book it months in advance. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. with Comic Con, you cannot wait. <laughs> mm-hmm. What else do we do? So um, we uh, we met some people there. For um, uh, we met someone from WeedonCon, which is here in LA oh. in June, um, and we're possibly we're looking at possibly doing a panel there for Plan P from Outer Space. So that's pretty cool. And then we met some other podcasters that we might be doing interviews with. Uh, and I think Bill even met somebody who is going to help us find a, a good venue here in LA for the the actual production. So it was really a really worthwhile event, uh, adventure we went on. Uh, talking about the prod, the pro- uh, project we're working on, mm-hmm. you know, and just uh, you know, getting out and meeting artists and stuff. I actually met some cool artists that I'm going to be uh, reaching out to um, that I actually want to have on the podcast at some point because they're doing some really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, and I know. I mean, obviously, you ha- you guys had comp tickets. So, but how much is WonderCon? Do you know? Uh, gosh, I think if you, um, wanted to, wanted to buy a ticket, they're not that expensive. They used to be like 20 bucks for just a day at WonderCon versus like a pass for a guest pass for, um, uh, Comic-Con is like over $200 now. You you can't get free guest passes for Comic-Con anymore, Yeah, but I got free passes for a couple people for WonderCon. But so you, I mean, but you don't know the going price now. I don't know the actual price if you bought the tickets Mm, to WonderCon, no. Last time I think I looked to buy them, I think they were only like twenty bucks for a day. It wasn't wasn't that much. So. So that's yeah, totally reasonable. Completely different. Yeah, because yeah, the only other um, con I've been to in the area, and the name name of it's changed. It used to be Stanley's Kamikaze, and I think now it's called L.A. Comic Con or something, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, they changed the name. I can't remember quite what it is, but um, I remember. I think I went the second year it was in existence, and it was so quiet and like nobody was there. It was so easy to maneuver, and now it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's like what five or six years later, and it's a big convention. Yeah. Also, last year they changed the name to LA Comic Con because they had that falling out with Stan Lee, and then of course he passed away. But oh, I didn't know that's why they changed it. Oh, yeah, okay. they had some issues. Um. I mean, it's still a good convention, uh, but they, um, uh, it's interesting, just the Comic-Con name in general. Uh, there was a lawsuit last year that um, there's a Utah Comic-Con, I believe. They got sued mm-hmm. by the Comic-Con you know, company uh, because mm-hmm. they felt that they had branded that Comic-Con you know, name uh, enough to warrant controlling it, and they won. So 
uh, legally, all the Comic-Cons in the world, except for WonderCon and Comic-Con, have to change their names. You can call yourself a comic convention because that's generic. That's just a description. But mm-hmm. you can't use the t- term Comic-Con. You can't put Ks in there to make it different. It's, it, you just you have to come up with another name. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I don't know how, how, how fast and how hard Comic-Con is going to pursue that. But uh, LA Comic-Con is going to have to change their name. Wow. Yeah, the exciting world of comic cons or comic comic conventions. Thank you for that overview. So for all the rest of us like me who missed it, now I know what I missed and what I can look forward to next year. So, and how about for all of you? Have you have you gone to WonderCon? And let us know. Weigh in. Uh, where you can find us online at WG Therapy. You can also find us at writersgrouptherapy.com. And if you like what you hear, subscribe and share it with your friends. We'll see you next week. <laughs>